the meaning of life is to evolve our soul. Like earth is essentially a very large school for soul growth. Welcome to Real with Teal. This world is evolving, my friends. We are elevating as a collective, and it is my mission to expand your mindset and see the realness. You will be hearing from the top thought leaders, change makers, and entrepreneurs across all industries on how energy, intuition, manifestation, and consciousness have all played a massive role in their success and fulfillment. I'm your host, Teal Cooper. Let's get real. Today's episode is with Michael Armstrong. I discovered Michael on TikTok because basically now my entire for you page is either about self-development or spirituality. And I've always just gravitated towards his content. I mean, I found him a while ago. Now he's at 818,000 followers, just pretty insane. I'm super excited for you guys to hear his story and what his biggest breakthroughs have been throughout his journey. I really loved his story because, I mean, he came from the startup tech world and was super skeptic and had this massive spiritual awakening that totally flipped his world upside down. I don't want to spoil it for you guys and get too much into it, but now Michael helps people really discover their soul purpose. And he just seemed like an all around really genuine human. So with that, let's dive right in. And if you enjoy this episode, make sure you screenshot, share with a friend, tag Michael Armstrong 444 and at teal.cooper. Awesome, Michael. Thanks for joining today. I'm super excited to chat with you. Yes, thank you. Very excited. Yeah, I mean, I've been following you on TikTok now. You've grown tremendously. Like, congrats. It's pretty insane growth. Uh, I feel like in a really short period of time, you now have like, I feel like last time I checked was like over 700,000 followers. And I love all the videos you, you put out there and it really resonates deeply with me. I mean, I'm super curious to learn how you got into this world. Like what was your career life path? What did that look like? And like, how did you end up where you are? Yeah. I mean, so I, I'm growing up, I was a computer hacker. I grew up with the internet, you know? So it was like, I saw the internet come about and I was all about just like, how can I get online for free? Cause at the time it was like $10 an hour to be on the internet on America online. And, um, so I just, I got into the tech world. I started making websites for friends and family and all of that. So I was like super into tech. I've started like over 10 companies, sold a company, just all about like the tech startup world. Um, and then I had a spiritual awakening and that kind of shifted everything. I was born and raised in LA and sold all my stuff and moved to Sedona. Well, wait, let's go into that. What did the spiritual awakening look like? Yeah, I was, it was the most significant moment of my life. Um, and it was like sober, you know, just hanging out with friends. It wasn't like a psychedelic trip, um, which are also wonderful spiritual awakening moments. But this was basically, I was talking with a friend. It was through conversation. We were talking about artificial intelligence. What's the difference between a robot and a human? You know, if humans are essentially biological robots and you pull a battery out of a, out of a robot, it just turns off. So when a human dies, does it just turn off and like nothing? And I remember feeling fear as like the first time I felt like, oh, wow, maybe there is nothing when we die. And it was kind of a, it was kind of an empty feeling, which I think was important because all of a sudden this like tunnel of light came and just 
like from the right side and then it stopped in front of me and we're just chilling in the kitchen, you know, just having like a, like our friends are playing video games. There's like friends here eating chips, you know, and like me and my friend are having a conversation about robots. And I zoom into this tunnel of light and see this, like, it looks like a sun and there's like water droplets of light coming off of it. And I'm like, whoa, like, what is that? And there's this being there, this like translucent being that's like, that is the source of everything. And all those little water droplets of light of light are souls having their own unique experience and then splashing back. And this just keeps going. And I was getting all these like downloads, like, like thoughts were just coming in. It's just like, death is not the end. It's just a doorway. It's super casual. Like it's more casual than wa literally walking through a door. And so anyways, I zoom out of this, my body's like vibrating with like joyful vibration. <laughs> it's like the craziest yeah. thing. Oh and my God. Yeah. So I look over at my friend and he looks at me with the same expression and he's like, what was that? And I was like, what do you mean? Wait, did you experience that too? He's like, yeah. So him and I both experienced this like light tunnel at the exact same time. Holy crap. That's incredible. Isn't that interesting? Why do you think that happened to you in this moment of your life? Like, do you feel like you were in a low place or like, did some, was there, what do you think the like purpose of that was? I, yeah, I think it was this pinnacle moment in my life where I, that opened everything. Cause I like was raised Christian, you know, all that. And my buddy, he was like atheist at the time. And so like, we, we would always talk about like God and death and like, you know, all that stuff was. And it, that started my spiritual journey because I was like, what was that? Like yeah. we experienced it together. You know, John Lennon says a dream that you dream together is reality. And because we experienced this like crazy spiritual experience together, it wasn't just in my mind. It wasn't just like, Ooh, I like thought of this thing it happened to each of us. So I just, I, I research every major religion, philosophies, you know, Buddhism, like all of it. And in Buddhism, there's something called a Satori moment which is a brief moment of enlightenment or awakening where like the veil of reality is lifted and you can like peek under and then it goes back down. And that felt like what I experienced. It was just necessary for my soul at that moment to experience so that I would expand. And I was reading every book I could find. Wow. So before that experience, did you believe in like death was it the Christian way? Yeah, I kind of, it was like, you go to heaven and, and you're good to go. That's okay. it. And then from then, were you like still in the tech world or were you like, I can't do this anymore. This is all I can, like all I want to focus on and pursue. Yeah, I was still in the tech world. Um, I had just launched this startup at one of like the largest tech conferences in San Francisco at the times. So I was like in it and um, it, it, it set me on this whole new path where I wanted to like blend consciousness and, and technology. I wanted more people to experience this. I wanted people to experience this like this awakening because it just opened my eyes to, to this greater reality. And um, I was at this like warehouse dance party thing, you know, where you like go and like you go to the first location and there's someone there who then tells you the actual location. It's like this like interesting okay, yeah. LA thing. And I'm there, you know, it's, it's a fun time. Everyone's dancing. Everyone's maybe a little elevated and I'm chatting with this guy about just like life, this random dude. And he's like, I need to give you a book. And so he grabs his phone and literally orders a book on Amazon, has it gift wrapped to my house. And it arrives, you know, a couple of days later. And that book is a Dolores Cannon book called The Three Waves of Volunteers in the New Earth. And yeah, that, that book literally changed my life, but I didn't open it for a year. 
because I just like wasn't it wasn't, wow, wasn't like, you weren't ready for it yeah. yeah I would like skip through and kind of like look at little things here and there but about a year later I'm like okay I just need to start from the beginning and then that significantly opened my eyes to a much greater reality oh my god I haven't read that one the one that did it for me was journey of souls that kind of like unlifted the veil because when yeah. I was reading it, I was like, this feels so real, like true. It didn't feel like I, it was like, I was remembering it. Like I already knew it, but I forgot is how it felt. when I was reading it. Were you, I mean, I can only imagine like, were you, cause you were in this tech world. Were you nervous to be talking about this and putting yourself out in this new way in like the tech scene? Oh yeah. I didn't talk about it at all. <laughs> when did that talk- shift? Like, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. So when I moved to Sedona, I hung out with like just people who are going to like meditation events, you know, where I could talk about this kind of stuff, but I didn't speak about it on my social media. At the time I was running uh, an Instagram called the good vibe club. And it was like, I'd put it all out there, but I didn't put myself out there. It was just like memes and stuff. Okay. Um, but it was, yeah, a couple years later that I finally started to speak publicly about my spiritual experience. Cause I just thought it was so weird and I didn't want to be seen as like, you know, whatever. Uh, but eventually I just stopped caring what people thought. You know, now if you go to my TikTok, that's like all I talk about, all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and for people who are are wondering about like Journey of Souls or even Dolores Cannon's books, like these are authors who essentially will regress people into a trance-like state, a hypnotic state. It's hypnotherapy, which is like a common practice. Um, and hypnotherapy back in the day, like in the 50s, 60s, uh, and 40s, it was used to hypnotize people to go into their childhood. And then like they'd they'd heal the trauma from their childhood and now they no longer are addicted to cigarettes or something like that. But um, Dolores Cannon and Dr. Michael Newton, who wrote uh, Journey of Souls, they didn't know each other. This is all separate stuff. They they started to regress people in their childhood, but they would slip into a previous lifetime and they'd be like, huh, like this wasn't normal. You know, they're like, huh, like describe everything. And they describe the entire life up until the moment they died. And the cool thing about all of this is that as they would describe the moment of death, it didn't matter if they were like Christian or atheist or whatever, they would describe what happens after you die the exact same way, you know? And as someone like in tech and like, who's like, 100%. I'm into science. You're like, how can you make this shit up? You just can't. Yeah. And when it's multiple sources all saying the same thing from even different practitioners, it's like, you know, you start to put the dots together and it's like, it's, it's hard to ignore. What would you like? The downloads that you received during your spiritual awakening, how would you break that down to explain them? Yeah, basically the death is a doorway. It's not the end. It's like super casual. Like all, all my fear of death leading up to that moment just went away. I was like, this is, this is I, f- I felt fully that this experience we're going through is this like never ending thing. Like we, we literally get to just keep coming back as in different bodies. Uh, to evolve our soul. So would you say like the meaning, what would you say the meaning of life on earth is for our souls? Yeah, the meaning of life is to evolve our soul. Like earth is essentially a very large school for soul growth. Um, I mean, if you get into it, there's also like, it's kind of an experiment because like Dolores Cannon stuff, she talks about how a lot of people would go into their past lives, but then at a certain point, people would go into past lives that weren't on this planet. 
yeah. on their, their previous lifetime would be on a different planet. And it might be a more evolved version of earth, you know, like, because like consciousness is evolving. Mm -hmm. consciousness from like rocks to plants and trees to animals to humans like that's an evolutionary process it's like in the law of one in the raw material books they call it the different densities so yeah. like you know minerals are first density animals second density humans are in third density and that doesn't stop that just keeps going so like fourth density is more like where our minds are a bit more connected, like psychic nature, everything's unfolding in almost like a really fluid, like fifth dimensional way. Um, and yeah, I'm not sure why I even got into all of that. No, I love that <laughs> because I think, I mean, I, I believe and everyone's in like this world is kind of talking about how right now we're going through a massive shift in consciousness as a collective. Do you like, what are your thoughts on that? Like our like, what are your viewpoints around that, I guess, for yeah. right now, the 3D to 4D to 5D? Yeah, we're definitely going through a shift in, in consciousness as, as a species. I guess um, to explain for people who don't know what that means, like, what does a shift in consciousness really mean? Yeah, basically, it's like, it's from animal to human, you know, the, the difference between how a plant experiences reality, because it's a living being experiencing through, you know, the feelings of photosynthesis and stuff like that. And then from, from plant to like a squirrel is like, that's a whole different way of experiencing reality. And then from a squirrel to a human, like that's a totally different. And so what we're currently going through is we're going through that next, that next phase of like what comes next. And essentially it's, it's in our mind. So our bodies may still look pretty similar, but the, the mind, what's going on in here is gonna be different. So we may experience telepathy. Like I've, I've currently, I've been experiencing te telepathy with friends on remarkable levels where you like think of someone and they text you it's like while they're texting you they're like so think so much thinking about you that you start thinking about them and then the text comes through yes like, that's happened to me before it's crazy yeah. yeah and like a lot of like telepathic stuff which i believe once we um a lot of us hold in we have like secrets we have things we don't share we're like closed off men we don't want to share our emotions all that kind of stuff but as we start to share and just become more transparent with each other then that's when i believe we'll become more telepathic because we're not closing our minds to other people we're, we're being totally transparent with each other and that will then translate through like telepathy um, also the evolution of consciousness is the realization that death is a doorway the realization that once we die we're going to be in the spirit realm and we get to choose our next life and we come, we literally come back to earth and we get to do it again to evolve our soul. And just to have that more expansion, expanded point of view, that is like a fifth dimensional reality. Totally. You know, time is the fourth dimension. Time, this linear time is the fourth dimension. The fifth dimension is like, there's, there's other pathways and other ways to go. It's just so interesting to, I mean, like waking up to this and then seeing other people wake up to it. Like it really shows that, as a collective, it's like the more and more I talk to people, they can feel the shift actually happening. Do you think for the people who don't, I guess, wake up, what will happen to them? Yeah, I mean, I don't think everyone's meant to wake up. I, so we need to, like a certain percentage of the planet needs to wake up, otherwise we'll literally destroy the human race, you know, because we're, we're destroying the planet. The planet's gonna then wipe us out, you know, just a nice little refresh because, we can't get too far, technically speaking, because we will do 
harmful things to the universe as we as we as we extend outward we have to be in our heart that's the, that's what's most important as we continue to evolve we have to come from a place of heart which is taking care of ourselves each other and the planet you know and and by awakening it really is like awakening up so like the chakra system is like a kind of a spiritual system where it's like you know you have survival is the base you have sexuality which is the animal instincts you have like the power which is the next sort of step up in the animal world which is like alpha male and that kind of stuff and then just above that you have heart so humans are in the third which is that like power you know we have survival sexuality and power but we need to get into the heart we need to get into the heart in order to save the human race and so that's essentially what we're working towards. And as more people awaken, we awaken into the heart, into compassion and love for each other. I love that. Are you continuing to have like spiritual experience or awakening experiences where this information is downloaded to you? Or is this just like activations that you're, you know, they've been downloaded and you're speaking on or is it like a continual thing for you? Yeah, it's like a little bit of both. It's it's I definitely get a lot of um, like what I just shared about the chakras and how it aligns with the human species and like those sorts of things just come download in. And then a lot of what I'm reading with Dr. Michael Newton and Dolores Cannon and, you know, the law of one and, and a lot of those sorts of books. Um, there's some super awesome sacred knowledge in those books. Yeah, but, for sure. I've been trying to get into the law of one and it's pretty dense i would say to yeah, like it's super break dense. down the the uh dialect but it's so interesting i need to get through like the first one but there's a bunch i think there's like how many six or i don't know but. yeah yeah this is like five or six um and the law of one is 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 channeled through a woman who who essentially just like opened her mind and a higher conscious being which they call themselves a social memory complex i mean essentially raw it's raw it's yeah. like the egyptian god raw like the sun god um who was channeled back in the day as well during the egyptian days but you know humans are humans they distorted the message they turned it into a god instead of like you know et's and then used it to control people so that that same group they call it a social memory complex it's like humans are here and I think they're like sixth density, which is where multiple minds are working together to form like kind of a single consciousness that they describe as a social memory complex. So as they talk about what our reality is on Earth, they talk about things that we don't have words for yet. Like, for example, a social memory complex. We don't have like a single word. Oh, they're like a blue being. You know, we don't have like a word yet where we all have correlated the symbology of it. So that book is super dense because it's almost like new words are created using phrases yeah. to explain what's going on with reality. Uh, yeah. It's so interesting to me. I to transition a little bit. I love that you talk about soul purpose. And I think a lot of people can relate to this because everyone's trying to figure out what their purpose is in this life and how they can really like step into that. And I saw that you have a course on it. I'd love for you to kind of go in deep on what soul purpose is and how we can you know go deeper into figuring out what that looks like for us yeah so soul purpose is something that people really desired as i was sharing about souls they really wanted to know like why am i here what is what's the re like what what can i do how can i not feel depressed you know how can i get more into alignment and your soul purpose you have many soul purposes but in each like season of your life, there's perhaps a different one. Like one sole purpose may be to be the best mother possible. 
um, and for a, a certain season. Like previously, I was in the tech world and I just wanted to be the best tech entrepreneur I could. And now, you know, I'm more like blending spirituality with technology. Um, and through that, making TikTok videos and guiding people into their sole purpose, like what it means to be a human and, and, and how can you find your sole purpose? Um, so I guide people right now. I'm a sole purpose coach. So I guide people to help find their sole purpose. And it has a lot of meditation, a lot of going inward, like really discovering what is your own soul. Let's, let's dive into each of our souls and what is most exciting to your soul, you know? is cooking, is technology, is speaking, is parties, is community. What feels exciting to you? Because we each have this blueprint that is our purpose that will come to us through the form of excitement. And as we go down that path of excitement, I call them the, the branches. You know, when we're on like a wobbly branch on that path, it, it, we feel like I, I shouldn't be like out like drinking every night. I, feel, I know it's wrong. It just doesn't feel right. It feels wobbly. Um, and so it's like, what feels better? What feels more exciting? And so you get into like the big main branches that are solid and sturdy and just feels good. And like wealth comes to you, relationships come to you, all of that just comes to you uh, because you're on your, your life purpose. So that's, that's what I've been guiding people through for the past six months or so. Wow. I love the way you just broke that down. I feel like I'm stepping into one of my purposes, which is really helping entrepreneurs like get into alignment with finding their own soul roadmap because in the entrepreneurial community, I think we get swayed a lot by trying to follow, you know, the, what other people are doing that worked for them and following these like societal programs that we've been taught our whole life and breaking free from that. And really like, instead, all that matters is going inward because only person who knows the answers on how you're going to be, you know, find success and find fulfillment is you. So I think that's so beautifully spoken of how, you do that is really finding what excites you because when you're like lit up and feeling high vibe, that's a inclination of showing you like what it is you're supposed to do more of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like when you're lit up and you're in the flow, like that is it. Oh my God. I love that. So if you can give like tangible action items, what would they be for how to go inward? Yeah. So here's one that I do that I absolutely love. And it's when I feel like I'm not in alignment, you know, I just like, I'm, I'm just not excited about life for whatever reason. I sit down, I close my eyes and I say to myself, I'm not getting up until I have a thought that's exciting enough that gets me up. I love that. And so I'll literally just sit there with my eyes closed, maybe 20 minutes, 25 minutes until all of a sudden I start to like feel a certain, oh, wait, what if I could do, okay, I kind of want to start a program, but what would the program be? Oh, it's about, you know, sole purpose and I could guide people. And then I start to feel this excitement. And once the excitement's like so strong that I just like have to open my eyes, then I get up, I open my eyes and I just start doing that thing. And what I'll do is I'll take a piece of paper and I'll write one, two, three on it. And I'll write the next three things that I want to do. So I'll be like, okay, like, my excitement is leading me to brainstorm this program idea, brainstorm program idea. And then I'll think of the next two, like for some reason, three just works really well. And once I finish the brainstorm, then I'll add a new third one to the bottom. And so that essentially gets me into this momentum of sole purpose where I'm in that, like in that flow, like, okay, all of a sudden life is exciting again because I aligned myself to the excitement. I love that. That's so helpful. And like, especially when you're in a rut 
and you're kind of feeling stuck because I think a lot of us can get in those and not really even be aware of it and just becoming more aware of like, hey, I'm kind of feeling like blah <laughs> and I need to get out of it. Yeah, That's yeah, rough. exactly. Do you do any like daily other than that, like daily practices that help you, I guess, connect more to your intuition other than going like how do you do any other practices or ways to help you like stay more present? Yeah, I, I love yoga. I love doing yoga. It's something that just by stretching my body and moving my body and just holding all the poses really helps align me and just helps me like feel good. Um, I call it the getting out of the slump. You know, every now and then we like get into these slumps. And uh, another thing that helps a lot is cleaning. Uh, just like because our, our, our inner world and our outer world will mirror each other. So if we are in a space that's starting to collect clutter and just, you know, it's been like a couple of weeks since it's been cleaned and it starts to just feel like it's out of alignment. Um, I'll set a timer for some reason for me, timers work really well. I'm like, I'm going to set a 10 minute timer and I'm going to see how much I can clean in 10 minutes. And I'm like, that's an easy amount of time to just like do everything. So I just like, I start going, I'm like, okay, 10 minutes. And then once the 10 minute timer goes off, I'm like already in this flow and I may not even have finished cleaning, but now I'm like in it and I'm ready. And so once I clean my surrounding environment, it does something like this feng shui of the energy of the room just all of a sudden feels like, ooh, okay, now my inner world is feeling even better. Um, but yeah, just keeping like your outer environment good, your physical body moving and getting that movement in. And then another thing I absolutely love, apart from meditation, is taking baths. You too, <laughs> love, love baths. <laughs> yeah, like just being in a hot, warm bath with like Epsom salts and just the it does something. It yeah. really does. It like wipes away all the whatever you got throughout the day, the energy that's sticking on to you. Yeah, um, very grounding. But I mean, okay, going back to TikTok a little bit. What's because there's like some pretty crazy stuff that you talk about, and I love reading the comments. Um, so I guess I have two questions. The first one is like, what do you think are the, some of the most mind blowing or shocking things you've ex you've seen on TikTok that are like would be shocking to other people? Yeah. So I one of the first videos that I posted that got a million views was speaking about a child in Syria who remembered his past life. So I have a bunch of, I have a whole series of videos that talks about kids remembering their past lives. And apparently it's a thing between the ages of three and four ish, some kids just remember their past lives. Wow. And there was a story of a kid in Syria who vividly remembered his past life, great detail. And he was killed in his past life. He remembered the town that he was killed in and he remembered who killed him. And because, you know, this just happened like a few years ago, because he's now a kid and maybe like six years old or around there. Uh, and so he told his mom, his mom brought him to the town. He pointed to where his body was buried. Like he told the townspeople, the townspeople like helping out at this point, they find his body. He tells them where the murder weapon is. They find the murder weapon. And then they say, and then he tells them, this is the person who killed me. And so they go and they confront the guy and this guy just like turns white and like with fear and confesses to it all. Wow. And so I post this story and uh, about two days later, this woman reaches out to me and she's like, that was my uncle is no a Syrian way. woman. And she said that that story that you told is about my uncle. This happened like decades ago. And so I, I was like blown away. I was like, no way. Like that was my <laughs> uncle. 
And so I, I end up interviewing her on my Instagram as an Instagram live just to talk about her story. And it was very interesting things like that, where, uh, that, you know, I, I asked her about like what happened like with everything. And she said that her family, just because like the culture of it, like kind of swept it under the rug because they didn't want him to feel like there was something wrong with him or anything like that. So it's kind of just like swept under the rug, but it was this family story that they've been telling um, for a while. There was another story about a kid who died in 9-11 or was a, a, an adult at the time who died in 9-11. And as a kid, vividly remembered everything, knew, knew his name. He was a firefighter, knew, knew it all. And so I shared I shared that. And that was one of the comments. Someone was like, yeah, like this is this this happened to me. Like essentially they, they talked about um, that their kid is the firefighter. This is the name, all of that. And then someone then again reached out to me on Instagram and said, like, the firefighter who died, like, that was my father. Another and, person separate from the person who commented? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. yeah, the person who commented, that was their kid who, that was their oh. past life was this okay. guy. And then the, the family of the firefighter reached out and said, like, <gasps> that was my dad who died. So this kid essentially came back. I have the chills. <laughs> That's yeah. wild. It's super wild when you think about, like, yeah, how it all, you know, people just keep coming back. Well, for um, some reason, I always thought we reincarnate, like, not, like, with more time in between. But yeah. I guess it just doesn't matter. It does, you know, it, it all. Yep. Varies. Yeah. It's like one of my, one of my good friends passed, like, a few years ago. It's like a best friend growing up. And I always wonder, like, it's been, it's been a few years now. Like, he's probably back. And there's a chance that we could meet. I always imagine, like, I start a company when I'm a little older, I hire a bunch of people. Maybe, maybe he's, like, someone who, like, you know, applies for a job. You yeah, never know. You, you never, never know, know. But there would be signs. Like he had like a favorite number, and like he's all about a certain kind of. You know, there'd be like certain signs. So I was, I'm always curious. Like, would we meet again in this life? It really does change your perspective on how you live your life when you shift your mindset or your perception to that death as a doorway, because it makes you not take life so seriously in a sense, where it's kind of like gamifies life in a sense of like we're here to learn lessons and ascend and evolve. And we shouldn't get so bogged down by this, you know, minuscule stuff that society teaches us is so important. It's yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, it's, it, and also what's interesting is like, if there's some people who like, they're, they're like God in life is money and all they want to do is accumulate money so they can have as much as they can. And then all of a sudden, like they've, you know, destroyed the environment and everything that comes with it made a bunch of people upset because that was all they focused on. And if they come back, they've inherited the world they've made worse. So it really makes you realize that the more you do to better this planet and to better the human race and to put good out there, you're literally benefiting yourself as you then come back. You know, it's yeah, because it's all karmic. Like, it, yeah, in, that, in the journey of souls, they talk about someone who was like attacked or raped, and then they came back as or no, the person who was the rapist came back and was raped because yep. it was like a karmic, you know? So our actions do matter. It's not like it's a game. It's just like, yeah. it, it just, it just changes your mindset on everything. It's so interesting. Yeah. And the, and the person who came back to, to, to be the victim. And then this time it, it's not like it's the karma. That's like, Oh, you did something bad. You're going to get some karma. 
their soul literally chose to be a victim because they couldn't believe that they were the oppressor. They couldn't believe that they like actually given free will, they hurt someone. So their soul goes, okay, well, you know, if that's the case and that's what I chose, I'm going to choose to be a victim. And it's a soul agreement with someone else yeah. so that they can experience that. So their soul can evolve and not, you know, not do that in the future. I, yeah. I believe that to my core. Um, do you, so one of my biggest things on this podcast, the themes is fulfillment. So I'm curious what fulfillment looks like for you and how consciousness kind of plays a role in it. That's a great question. Fulfillment. It's like contentment has been a, a experience in my life lately. Um, and to really feel fulfilled, it comes down to relationships, like the relationships that we have in our lives, um, relationships and soul purpose. It's like, if you can be doing your sole purpose in life and you just feel content about what you're up to. It's like, if I can go to bed at the end of the day and feel like, yeah, that was a good day. Like I feel good. Like I, I, I accomplished what I wanted. Like I wasn't lazy, you know, like if I can feel just great, that is fulfillment to me. And then with all the relationships in my life, like I want to put as much good out there as possible. I want to make the world a better place. I want everyone around me to feel better because they know me because I have been in their life. And if I can do that, I am fulfilled. And I thoroughly believe in that kind of karmic relationship with the universe. And I believe that once we've worked out all the like lower karma, you know, we've worked all that stuff I've done personally, I've done a ton of like men's work and self-development work in my life. I I'm super into that. I think it's awesome. And I've worked through a lot of my own stuff. Once you start to get into like good karma, I believe that it shows up as serendipity. So it's like things will just be given to you. You know, it's like I'm doing everything I can to help friends and to help the planet. And I do it selflessly, but I also know that I'll be given opportunities. Like even you reaching out to be on your podcast, like this is super cool. And I'm loving this. This is a lot of fun. And this happened because I was just sharing my gifts. I was sharing my voice with, with people, with the world. Totally. And yeah. And it's like, that's contentment to me. That's universe true. rewards you for like stepping into your, your sole purpose. You know, it's like you speaking, your sharing your voice and being your, you know, putting yourself out there in this way that could be scary for a lot of people. And like, it's definitely, you know, um, polarizing to some and it's like putting yourself out there. It's like the universe is going to reward you for doing that. And I feel like when people, when we do that more and more and take the risk and jump in the unknown, then miracles start popping into our lap. And it's like, like you said, serendipitous for sure. Yeah. Yep. Miracles, serendipity, uh, that fifth dimensional consciousness where like, it's like burning man, you know, it's like bur the culture of burning man. Like there's certain values, like radical self-expression, radical self or radical acceptance of others. Um, everyone's giving each other hugs. It's just like, it's a loving environment. It's very like fifth dimensional. And so I have friends who go who aren't like spiritual. They're just, you know, LA film people, you know, it's just like yeah. normal. And they'll be like, like riding our bikes. And they'll be like, man, I wish I had a beer right now. And then like literally 10 seconds later, we're like, we're riding our bikes and some random person just holds out a cold beer, <laughs> grabs it and goes, what? Like this, it was like the universe just gave this to me. Wow. I need to go to Burning Man. 
Yeah, it's a whole different planet. (laughs) Whole different planet. Well, okay. One of my final questions that I love asking, real with teal. What are you trying to get more real about this year? Um, that's a that's a super cool question. What am I trying to get more real about this year? Um, I'm getting more real in stepping into my sole purpose. So I want to write a book. I want to I want to continue to put this out there on like a big level. Um, and a lot of that has to do with how I show up for myself each day. And that is something that right now, I guess, is most real in my life, which is like doing the daily yoga practice, doing the daily meditation practice, really like getting real with um, who I want to show up as, like knowing that everything's a reflection and putting in the work, putting in the time. I feel like I'm like singing a rock song right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm like feeling this. I'm like, yes, yes, this is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that's so whenever i really step into something i want to teach it and so i want to step into it fully so i'm living that life that's just like juicy and good and then once i feel confident in where i'm at and how i'm showing up for myself then creating like a four-week program for people to step into their life their their highest you know timeline life and that yeah that is is very exciting to me this year i love that and for those listening how how can we find you and are you offering courses right now yeah so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be doing like a weekly um a weekly class series so like a weekly teaching series um where i'm gonna be diving into a a new topic each week where i'm be doing this guided meditation and the guided meditations i do are like you walk through a portal like it's very much like you see yourself as where you're at and then you see where you want to go and you like imagine this portal and you only walk through it until you're ready like once you're ready you walk through it so i'm like guiding people through these experiences to essentially like open up their new life you know like who do you want to be how do you want to show up as um and i think there's something very important about like the mental like going like mentally stepping into like sometimes i'll guide people into water Um, where they like step into water and like everything flows away that they don't want anymore Mm. um so the weekly teaching series will essentially be these guided meditations and then some exercises that we can do for the over the next week to really like embody all of that um and instagram or where is that yeah so that's going to be on instagram um and i'll also share it on tiktok but instagram is probably the best place because that's where i'll be like posting the like the flyers for it my instagram is michael armstrong 444 and my TikTok is also Michael Armstrong 444. Perfect. Yeah, I'll link it in the show notes too. And I can link your um, website and anything else that can help direct people to the right place. But I'm definitely signing up for the meditation. That sounds rad. Sweet. <laughs> I love yeah, it. it's, it's going to be fun. Well, awesome, Michael. Thank you so much for doing this with me today. I really appreciate your time. And I think it's definitely going to you know, wake a lot of people up into looking at the world in a new way. That's what I'm all about. Yeah. And thank you, Teal. This has been a lot of fun and I appreciate all your questions. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you did, please feel free, share it on social, share it with a friend. And if you haven't yet left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and can take a second out of your day to do so, I would be so grateful. 
Thanks again for listening. I appreciate you all and make sure you remember to keep it real.